Hi guys, I'm Trisafine Millies, and this is Ninth Arcana, a tarot podcast. Today we're going to talk about the sun. The sun is the 19th card in the major arcana, also known as the 19th arcana. It sits between the moon card and the judgment card in the deck. This is the part of the podcast where I tell you what I already know about this card. The sun is not a card that I pull very often. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, and that's kind of the message of the card. I'm really more of a moon, high priestess, tower kind of girl, and that's okay. You don't have to have a deep emotional connection to the cards. You're going to be pulling more than one card, so you don't have to focus much on the ones that just whisper, and you can translate the ones that sing. In my prep for this podcast, I pull the card and I write about it. Before I look at them, I write what I already know, what I remember, what feelings I have about it already without being reminded. And then I go through one by one and write down what I see. When I pulled this card probably seven days ago, what I saw and what I felt is different from what I feel today as I'm recording it. The page that I wrote it out on was real short. Really not a lot of impressions, not a lot of information from the sun card. It's one of those that I was just like, this card sometimes happens. I don't know. It's a sun. You know what a sun means. It's the center of the universe. It's the giver of life. It's warmth and it's light. As a symbol, it means illumination. It means no secrets and nothing can be hidden. Okay, good vibes. There's nothing dark and mysterious about this. I wrote the words, but let's keep it sunny. And then I went on to edit my podcast. And I've been going back and forth about just this concept. Changing the podcast after I've written the podcast, after I've received more information. And how many times am I going to actually do that? It's not like in a year from now, if I think of something for the sun, I'm going to come back and change this. I feel like it's really important to stay authentic. And the person that pulled the sun card last week and wrote about it isn't the same person that's right now recording about it. Your intuition kicks in when it's meant to. And I didn't have an intuition about this card until I researched what the sun is. Like, it's something that we live with our whole lives. We accept that it exists. We know that it gives us life. But what is it? What is the actual information around the actual sun in our universe? I'm going to straight up read to you from Wikipedia right now. The sun is a nearly perfect ball of hot plasma. It's heated to incandescence by nuclear fusion reactions at its core. It radiates energy mainly as light, ultraviolet, and infrared radiation. It's the most important source of energy for life on Earth. The radius is about 695,000 kilometers, which is 432,000 miles, or 109 times that of Earth. Its mass is 330,000 times that of Earth, and it makes up 99.86% of the total mass of the solar system. Roughly three-quarters of the sun's mass consists of hydrogen, the rest is helium, with much smaller quantities of heavier elements including oxygen, carbon, neon, and iron. Every second, the sun's core fuses about 600 million tons of hydrogen into helium, and in the process converts 4 million tons of matter into energy. 
This energy, which can take between 10,000 and 170,000 years to escape the core, is the source of the sun's light and its heat. When hydrogen fusion in its core has diminished to the point that the sun no longer is in hydrostatic equilibrium, its core will undergo a marked increase in density and temperature while its outer layers expand, eventually transforming the sun into a red giant. It's calculated that the sun will engulf the current orbits of Mercury and Venus and render Earth uninhabitable, but not for about 5 billion years. After this, it will become a dense type of cooling star called a white dwarf and will no longer produce energy by fusion. The enormous effect of the sun on Earth has been recognized since prehistoric times. The sun was thought of by some cultures as a deity. The predominant calendar in use today is the Gregorian, which is based upon the standard 16th century interpretation of the sun's observed movement as actual movement. Holy moly! So let's recap. It's called a solar system because the sun is at its center. It's solar, the sun. It's 99.86% of the entire mass of the entire solar system. It is fucking huge. It's the largest thing for millions of years. We live in the solar system, so we exist in the system that is fueled by the sun. Every second, the sun's core fuses about 600 million tons of hydrogen into helium, and in the process converts 4 million tons of matter into energy. It creates energy inside of itself and then spews it forth into the universe. Our calendar is based on the sun. So it's literally time and it gives us years and days and it gives us time, which we have created our entire modern civilization around. Plus its energy heats the earth, so it makes climate. These are things that I I knew abstractly from like fourth grade science but jesus it's really simple the sun is the most important thing that exists period that's it we are born and we live and we die under this thing never fully understanding the enormity of what is in the sky above us so that totally blew my mind just reading the wikipedia about the sun i never connected that with the card. It's the good vibes only card, which is also sort of the spiritual bypassing card. So that's the first part of this card changing for me. All of that epicness that I just said. The second part is that I've been taking a tarot class with morbidanatomy.com and it's the best class. It's hosted by a woman named Leticia Barber. I'm pronouncing her last name incorrectly. And I'm re-listening to this class, and she pulls up a picture, an old Marseille deck that has a sun in the center that's raining fire. And she says the words, the sky is the territory of divine expression. And I paused the video and I wrote it down. The sky is the territory of divine expression. It's like a billboard for God. Not my words. These are Leticia's words. I will put her Instagram in the show notes. Please check her out. She's a genius. The sky is a billboard for how God feels about you. That combined with the sun is terrifying now has created this whole new feeling about this card in me. And I'm still going to go through each of the cards the way that I have in the other episodes. But I want to preface it with 
I wrote this when I was still under the impression that the sun card is about happiness. And it might be. It might be about happiness for you. It might be about warmth. It might be about nurturing. It might be about vitality and all of these things. But I realize as I'm looking at my notes for this episode that I wrote those words so many times because I was trying to convince myself of it. But I didn't know what else I had in me about the sun. And now I do. It's scary. It's wrath. It's fire. Any other time we see fire, we see a big glowing ball of fire. It freaks us out, right? But for some reason, the sun, because it's far enough away that it is not scary, doesn't do that to us. It doesn't have the same reaction. The fire coming out of the tower is really intense and terrifying. So why doesn't the sun scare us? And I do realize that I'm the girl that loves the death card and the tower card, and those are very positive cards to me. So it makes sense that the sun card is a really scary negative card for me. All just to reiterate, again, whatever you feel to the cards needs to override what you learn about the cards. So I looked it up and I took a class and I received information that connected with a part of me that already understood that I don't like the sun. I don't like being outside in the sun. I don't like being hot. It's not a positive experience for me. I hate swimming. I don't want to go to the beach. No, thanks. I'm good in the basement. So me trying to convince myself the last seven years that I've been reading cards that all of the books say that the sun is a positive, happy, warm experience, I've never believed that. The sun is scary. Let's look at the cards. The Aquarius deck. The sun takes up nearly half the frame. There's a naked baby on a white horse with pink hair. There are sunflowers behind the baby, which is holding a huge red banner. The red is really prominent. The color red means power and stability. It means deeply rooted. It's the color of blood and the color of vitality. The horse is white. The baby's naked. They're full of trust and pure of heart. They come peacefully and lovingly. They both have pink on their heads, which is a color of compassion and love. The baby could easily represent something like the fool, like the energy of the fool. It could mean that there's something new or naive coming along. New life, new energy. Sunflowers are a sign of vitality. But in my personal life, sunflowers represent seeking outside approval and being manipulated. I was in a situation where I constantly wondered what I was doing wrong, and I feared being ousted from the inner circle. I see a sunflower and I immediately remember a story that was told to me comparing the people in the room to sunflowers. It was meant to lift us up, but looking back on it now, I know that it was really meant to pump us up so that we could be something or produce something that benefits them. That's my personal symbolism, even though the universal symbolism, it means vitality. My personal experience will override a Google search on the meaning of a thing every single time. That Google search says that sunflowers symbolize peace, adoration, and loyalty. It's really interesting that that is the exact opposite of what I feel when I look at a sunflower. The sun itself is yellow, which means confidence. The green fence is the heart color. The child is looking right at me and he's addressing me and he's like, hey, look. The Waitsmith is basically the same card, but this time we no longer have pink on the heads or a red banner or the green fence. 
the unicorn vibe of the horse is gone. It's just a horse. The child is a little larger. Sunflowers are just yellow instead of having green leaves. The whole picture is like a warm summer day. Yellow and orange, it's golden glow of warmth and comfort. I've never been thrilled by this card. It's a shrug. Yep, the sun is out. Asterix, asterix. I wrote this before I had this epiphany. So if the sun is a terrifying thing, and something else that I'm going to talk about at some point in, in these cards is illumination. So in the books, it says the sun is growth and nourishment and illumination. I like the illumination part. Because if all life on earth exists because of the sun, then whatever is happening, the energy that is happening when you pull this card, it is something really large. The sun is shining down on something. And if the sky is God's billboard and the sun is almost half of the image, then God is showing you fire. What is this fire? What is the point of having this globe shining down on you? It feels like, to me now, a spotlight. It feels like being exposed. It feels like you can't hide and you're out in the open. Moving on, Morgan Greer. Morgan Greer, we're up close again. There's a low orange sun, two young people looking at each other surrounded by sunflowers. The fence behind them makes it seem like they're connected. Instead of a baby signifying newness in life, we see what seems to be a first love. They're intensely looking at each other. The sun is burning in the background. It feels like the start of something that they'll look back on as a fun summer. I see passion, which is the sun, which is intensity, which is fire. Somehow I have never connected the sun card with fire. And I think that's probably really what I'm in the middle of understanding now. So if I were to pull this card and I was going to read it, the way that I would look at this now is... The sky is on fire. There's light everywhere. Everything is about to be seen. There's deception. There is intensity. There's an unwavering stare between these two people. It feels like the secret is coming out and it's going to be exposed. And when it does, you might need shelter from that sun. The mythic tarot. There isn't a sun in this picture. It's really hard not to look up the meaning of this card. It's an angel with his harp. He's gazing off into the right. He's looking towards his future. He's maybe about to play a song. He has a halo on his head, which might be an idea, might be enlightenment. I have no idea. Deck five is the wild unknown. This one looks like a big bang. It's a big explosion of rays of orange and yellow light. It's blinding. This seems really aggressive. It's like a shout or an ocean wave, but it's a fire. The doves are flying away from the center of the orange. If they are doves, this means peace and innocence, and they're leaving, they're fleeing. This deck is the one that I never understand, and in this case, it's the one that's closest to my intuition about what the sun is. The line strider. There are two rabbits drinking the nectar from this flower, then I don't know what it is. It looks like they're using it as a shelter. They're being shielded by it. The flower is huge. It's able to nourish them for a long time. It gives life and safety. Holly Simple. It's just a yellow sun with pink lips and a simple smile beaming down on you. 
It feels like here the sun just exists. You can't change it or modify it. It's always going to be there. It's always going to do its thing. So when you're ready, know that the light accepts you and gives you its warmth. And I feel like this card doesn't have any of the apocalyptic catastrophe in it. It's got sort of a, it is what it is. I guess it's going to be fine. Vibe to it. The Lunasol. The horse is back and so are the two young people. They're holding hands. They're affectionate equals. The image of the sun with two people on the card goes back to the Tarot de Marseille, which is the deck from the 17th and 18th centuries. This is the second time in five cards that this deck passed over the Waitsmith imagery and went straight to the Marseille. The interpretation of the sun card as a baby is Pamela Coleman Smith's idea, or maybe it was A.E. Waits that told her to paint it, but it's from the Waitsmith deck. There are many types of flowers here. There's a butterfly. There's a white horse with pink hair that doesn't just give unicorn vibes. It's actually a unicorn. They're standing in a ring of grass. After reading the Fool card, a circle or ring very much feels like a commitment to me, like you're standing at a threshold ready to make a huge decision or accept that you've already made a huge decision. And there's sand everywhere but in their circle, so their commitment is growing and it's being nourished. So in conclusion, this is a card that I didn't think I would ever feel connected to. And because I didn't feel connected to it, I never pulled it. It didn't have anything to say to me, so it never showed up to talk to me. The sun will always be something that exists externally from me. It keeps everything on earth alive. You know that you're alive another day because of the sunlight. It's hope, and it's a continuation. And I totally understand why that is the interpretation traditionally of this card. What I personally see as the interpretation of this card at this point is that the sun will now always say to me that I am exposed, being left out in the element, the end of innocence, the end of warmth. It's going to explode and it's going to kill all of us. Good vibes only, right? The cards as I'm pulling them absolutely correspond with my life. This is tarot. It's going to hit. You're going to find a meaning. There's my meaning. Please don't be shy. Let me know how you feel. Is my interpretation of the sun way off base from what you know it to be? I want to hear about it. Hit me up on Instagram. Send me a DM. Comment on the episode art. Or you can find me on pod page, Ninth Arcana Podcast. Next episode, we're back in the court cards with the Queen of Pentacles. Wonder what she's got to say to me. See you then. Bye. Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening. <laughs>